Okay. Right. So where I where I fell down with that because obviously when I first came to church it was like I can obviously I didn't trust anybody. I didn't really want to touch nobody, nobody talking to me about it. But one thing for sure I know is that nobody I don't know who would be able to I don't know because of because of the the and nobody will be able to handle your testimony because it's, it is it is from a place that people don't usually go but how do you know that if you didn't tell people and if you don't share and everybody don't share their testimony then how you would know it be the capacity and the scope of people and i remember we're human beings so we relate in pain and excitement and we relate via emotions when i share my testimony with you you were able to relate because i seemed more human to you i was normal even though normal quote unquote because i've been i might not have been as deep as you were but i was in some broken capacity that you could have been like you know what i know what is broken it's about like we we tap into that emotion that was actually one thing I was telling father. I was like, father, that's that's for sure one thing that I said, man, I didn't know Janice Janice could have really like get because it was like, but then I realized Janice been in something like as you say, not as deep, but still like you know you understand, you understand her, and so I was like, yeah, which is true, but Janice. But sometimes I just feel like if I open up, people don't got a chance uh -huh. to. Then you let them. The end of the day, when, you, when we share our testimonies, we don't share our testimonies to people, you know. We share our testimonies to, to glorify and declare how awesome the Father has been, regardless of how people judge you or regardless of how they look at you. It's not what I've been through. I guess that's what's been helping me share my testimony. It's not that. Oh, jeez, I went through all this because I was too ashamed to even tell you that, you know, I made a mistake because I was always feeling that like people can always judge me. Mm -hmm. But until I decided that my testimony for nobody but God, because if it wasn't for the most high, the father hiding me, I would not be here. So I can share my testimony. Who listen? Who get from it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they don't get from it, then I can try to do because it's be hard because it's hurt. I can try to do what disciples do. Mm -hmm. I can dust my hand on my feet. And they're going to walk away. And let the Father deal with whatever on them. Regardless. So whoever won't judge me by my past, by my inaction, whatever, that's on them. But at the end of the day, I have said that this is my testimony. This is where I came from. And you can't walk a mile in my shoes. When you have walked a mile in my shoes, eventually, eventually, then you could probably think about saying anything else. But... Nobody got the right to tell you what you've been through, what you shouldn't have been through it, or what you should have done better, or to make you feel any less of a person. Remember the woman that was brought out to Jesus to get stoned? Uh-huh. Your father said, where are your prosecutors? It's where true. are those that prosecute you? She was given a second chance. So who is me not to take that second chance if father gave me asking me where my prosecutors? And even if they decide to judge me... I still know the father that I serve. Hmm. 
favorite quote in the world is, only God can judge me. It's true, but then it's wrong. <laughs> but then what's got me right, Dennis? The people in the world is, you know, there's really look at this. It's true. But, it's really like, but you go in church. Yeah. So you got to be all perfect and holy. No. The Father came to save the most unrighteous. Um, I think as Paul said, which I am chief sinner. He didn't come to save the ones that already been all saved and holy. He came to save the lost ones. Hmm. That's true. And as soon as you open your mouth and start to share, even if you share half, I find that the Father is pour out to you even more. <laughs> the rest of it. That people can really see that, you know what? This person was really moved by this testimony. And even though people think that they don't listen, that testimony is coming after them. You know? I believe so. I just feel like people probably wouldn't care. Like, alright, I see how people just look. Like, if I stand in front people and I tell them my testimony and I see their faces, <laughs> I would begin to be like, oh, alright. You know, the Bible talk about that. Yes, okay. Jeremiah. Okay, the father told Jeremiah, don't be in fear of their faces uh -huh. and stuff. Don't be. So tame. you gotta do. It's true. So you gotta do. So on that note, <sighs> testimony. What made you come to Christ? Where did you come from? Where was the break in point? Uh, I show. It was going through years of stuff before I got saved. My sister actually was the person that um, was telling me about Mission House. But really, at that time, I didn't really want church because it was like, church can't help me right now. It was going on with me. Things that ain't even natural going on with me right now, like, church can't help me. So she didn't understand. She didn't understand. To me, she, was, she didn't understand what I was talking about. And then she was like, tell me about kind of church and thing. And I was like, big man, like, to be honest, I was like, I was like, right now, the only but the only thing that could help me is that somebody was to tell me they've been through the same thing, and I doubt anybody been through the same thing. Cause this ain't even, this ain't even anything that is like not. This ain't even anything that I feel. Well, that was my mindset at the time. Okay. And then I was like, only body that can kind of tell me anything right now is somebody that I've been there and would tell me, look, they've been I, there, but they I, still they know we went through. Right. So I was like, right now, what you telling me ain't really saying nothing to me. So like, don't even. And she always used to, like, come by the house and stuff. First off, I didn't even want... I think that was the spirit, so. But I didn't... I... Sometimes I won't even answer the door. Because I would be like, all right. Right, so you and your sister were living together then? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I was... I was moving from place to place to place to place. I wasn't stable. So, at that time, I was by my mom. Because I had left by my ex um, a while before. And 
which is another like so much things happened before another testimony. money <laughs> like that's years of stuff happened before it got saved and that's just like a letter set of thing later night yeah <laughs> so yeah and like my sister will always like come and tell me about come to church and um she's saying but it's body named joanna and I was like good for you like you don't even know right now what you're going through like and you telling me about how you going with joanna to eat ice cream and stuff and you want me to come to church and i like girl bye like i was angry and then it was like you telling me about saying that ain't going like you know but after she was like coming and she was persistent. She yeah, like it was like calling all the time. Every Sunday, she can't ask if I um if I decide to cut to I say because she was asking me she had invite me to church, and they said well all right we'll think about it call me back Sunday. When she call me back Sunday, I'd be like mom tell she right now that I sleeping or I ain't coming to church like it was always like that like I wouldn't just like avoid her, mm-hmm. and then. One day I was on the phone with a friend of mine and um she come at the door and she was knocking and she was knocking and knocking and knocking and I was like, Alright look. But that day unusually I felt really frustrated. Like I was in the house and it was like, Look, I really wanna get out of the house right now. I can't stand to be in here right now. Right now I can't really stand to be because. Um, which was weird, cause mostly I would I I'd actually like being in my own space. I didn't really like being around people. So then to know that I didn't even want to be in my own space. I want to get out the house was strange that day. One, <laughs> two, she come. The person was like, oh my gosh, um, my sister come. I was actually like glad that she came, cause at that time I was frustrated, and I was talking to my friend, but she couldn't even understand what he was telling she. And I, I actually went and taught my sister's door. But I didn't let her in because I didn't want to let her inside. Because then that would be coming into my space. So I, she was at the door standing up. And she was telling me about, um, she was talking to me and she was like, well, you know, you're not going to let me can inside. So I can just, I just want to tell you that, you know, um, thing she was telling me about your father and thing and stuff. And I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. She was like, well, tonight I go into this prayer, prayer, in all night prayer session at our apostle house. And um, I di- I'm not even going to ask you because I know you're going to say no. And for some reason when she said that, right, I don't know what's happened. Like, this be this unspoken thing that's happened. That's the first time. You? That's the that's the first time it happened. Like I look up into the sky, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was looking up into the sky, it was like something happened. Like I was looking up into the sky, and it felt like if when I was looking up into the sky, like somebody was talking to me, but they wasn't talking to me. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. So then when I look up into the sky, I was like, hmm. yeah, um, I could come. My sister starts, she was like, um, you serious? 
Rashawn, are you sure? I was like, yeah. They won't come to the thing. Who you going to? I had to tell you, my sister was like, my sister started skin she teeth. My sister can't believe that I tell she that I can't talk prayer night. Because she always does come and tell me about these prayer night things. And they used to be like, when I pray at 3 o'clock, this sound demonic. When I saw it, when it's worried. Like, I used to touch. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they all save you. But anyhow. But, yeah. And that's how I first met mums. When they come to that prayer night session, it was when I first met the flat mission house. And for that one night at mums, things happened that I, I, I can't even, I was like, how are these things happening? And, I think it was curiosity mm-hmm. at first. Wanted to know what again, but yeah, what these people doing? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It was curiosity at first, and then, like you know, it was just like after that one night. It was that is when everything just changed. It just changed for me. And when I look, every time I look back. I say like father, I just want to thank you because nobody so else. At that time, I was thinking my church can't help me, but really, truly, it wasn't church. It was the father that really is the mm-hmm. one that. Yeah. Like nobody else could have get me from where he was to right on today. To be honest with you. That's true. Like. Even, even, even the person I was waiting for that, waiting for that could come and tell me that everything. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't going to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like, that's basically a little piece of how Shana got sick. Yes, please. (laughs) So, Janice. I think we need to Exactly. It's a trial run. Alright. How did I get saved? Um, I guess similar to Roshana. Other than, I think all my world was crashing around me at some point. When my father wasn't there long, I've been having dreams and nightmares of me and him fighting physically. Um, me and my ex. Well, then boyfriend, which is your ex now, was having problems, and it just felt like nobody could have helped me. And but even though I know nobody can help me, I know I needed somebody of Christian faith because mm. I keep telling my friends, Well, I need somebody to talk to, and they would be like, Oh, talk to me, like, look, when I can't help me right now, I need somebody like somebody of the faith, somebody of the cloth. Like, you just knew somebody, that you needed yeah. somebody. I needed no. I needed a higher power that none of them could not like even intervene. In. Mm. And on more than one occasions, my friends would tell me, "Oh, let me go and t- talk to my pastor," because one of my friends would have gotten married in the October of the same year, and she was like, "Well, you could talk to the person that married me because he's a really nice person." I was like, Shh, "But he Catholic. I ain't really Catholic. <laughs> I ain't really the Catholic thing, but I ain't give it a try." And mm-hmm. it so happened that he was all the way in Saint Lucie. I called once, he wasn't there, and I was like, look, 
I don't know this here God or somebody self will have it. If he really need me to talk to he like something will go happen. Right. But as the days go along I would continue getting look more depressed, more overwhelmed. I started drinking, I started smoking, like anything to like run away from whatever was happening. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got on to the guy, he was like, Oh I traveling sweetheart, so you could call me when you come back. I was like, Look, wow. let me just go and drink and smoke like everybody else. And forget my problems, and it'll be fine. Because if this man that's supposed to be helping me or the cloth can't spend a few minutes before he go on vacation to talk to me, then I probably don't need to talk to anybody then. Because I, re- I was really vexed at that point. Mm-hmm. And it so happened, like, I think a few weeks afterwards, <laughs> I met a guy named Philip. He came into our store where I was working at the computer store, and he was talking and laughing, but it was late. I mean, the girl was like, at 6 o'clock, we won't go home. We weren't both playing and having fun. Was like, I understand. Well, taking up, we took. So, we was packing up, and he was there taking long. And I was like, look, you taking too long, though. I got to walk down the road. I can miss my bus. You let you plan. Just let me ain't catching the bus. I used to walk home. But I want a ride for some reason. Because mm-hmm. we was like, you met. We missed we bus. And he was like, man, I run in late, man. I can't drop you out tonight. If it was any other night, I was like, wherever. And I went to pack up to get home because I know I didn't catch you in a bus mm-hmm. my father had to save me <laughs> so, <laughs> and then as we continued to close up and stuff the girl I heard the phone ring and the girl was like you don't hear me calling you I was like what she was like the man out here waiting for you and I was like what man out here waiting for me Wait. he told me that he can't drop me he goes huh? so I didn't bother him but he, she was like girl go along I can finish up I was like alright nice. so I went around and be like wait I thought you had to go along. How come you stopped? He was like, well, I can't go along and tell my pastor I left a young lady stranded. I was like, who pastor? This time I didn't tell him so. But in my mind, it is getting on my face. Like, who pastor would care, right? Mm-hmm. If you didn't drop somebody from your own car. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, as we went down the road, we were stalking. And I was like, wait. I was intrigued, obviously. Because I was like, why does pastor would care if you pick up people or not? And yeah. he started telling me, like, what church he was from. And then he heard my accent, and he was telling me, oh, I got a fiancé in Guyana, and she's coming soon, and I mean, he started talking about different things, and like, when I got close to home, I was like, so, he asked me if I was saved, and I was like, no, but I'm looking to talk to somebody right now, like, I'm looking for a church or whatnot, I'm looking for something, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, I got the, like, he was like, I got the perfect person for you, like, you could call my pastor. And I was like, okay, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I necessarily thought I would have called, but I was interested to hear whatever the person this pastor was, was going to say because <laughs> she cares so much if she remembers because people are not. <laughs> so, when I get home, he entered and changed numbers and he gave me a pastor number. He was like, you could call she anytime here. Call she. And I was like, yeah, man, whatever. And then my here went home and I went to sleep. The next day, you messaged me, how do you call she? I was like, no, I ain't got no credit for that. And I don't like calling people off the landline. He was like, listen to me, just call the woman. You could call she off the landline, cell phone, anything she can <laughs> Just call she. I was like, all right, whatever. When I call she first time, she didn't want me. Call she the second time, she can't hear me. She hollering, ah, there's not too much noise in my background. I was like, father, this thing is <laughs> This thing it meant to be. Oh. So I was done with that. This time, Philip messaged me back again. He was like, you get you, I'll get you, but I didn't hear she. 
Um, I didn't believe that. He was like, don't worry, but I call she back again. She said call she. I was like, but I just call she. He was like, she said call she. Gonna call she back again. The same noise in the background. The enemy. She can't hear me properly. I was like, look, I done with this. I tried to talk to somebody. I done. You can't say I didn't try, right? Mm-hmm. If this higher power God, I hear something up there. I tried. And she had a look. I can't hear you right now. Come and meet me at the church. I was like, oh, all right, bye. I went home with the intentions to go sleep. And I heard choo, choo, choo. Outside my house. Obviously, I forget because I was shocked. I look at the man and ask him, how you know where I live in here? You forget I drove you home. I was like, oh, shoot. That was the trap. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, I come for you. I was like, how you mean you come for me? He was like, the pastor sent me for you. She told me bring you to church. I was like, oh. I was like, alright. I do this little sign and everyone get ready to come to this church to talk to this pastor. I was like, I don't know what she could possibly tell me now. Because I think that same evening I was planning to go back by the same ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So he picked me up and we went to church and I was like, alright, let me see what can happen here. Mind you, I didn't know they had a dress code, so I probably put on a strap top on a pair jeans to get there for people to cover me, which I didn't really like at all. He was like, why oh, should I talk? Oh, before I get in the car, he was like, you should put on a jacket. I was like, why? I can't wear my shirt. <laughs> he was like, well, and he was trying to be diplomatic. Anyways, I get there. She wasn't there yet. I was like, you see, we wasn't supposed to come down here. Well, she ain't here yet. When she get there, now she called me out. Like, because we were still in the school. It was like this partition of this school. And I was like feeling like I back in school. Because I had to sit down in this little piece of chair. Mm-hmm. And she sit me down and she hollered, all right, talk to me. What happening? And before she could say what happening properly, like I just start crying, and I just start crying, and everything just start washing out to me. The up to now, I still until she was happening. <laughs> I just start crying, and she was like, "Guess she's up this you. You are a sweet girl. Somebody abusing you. You being sexually rude. I think too, cause she now looking back at it, I think she thought I was really young. Mm-hmm. She didn't sure how old I was." <laughs> being abused sexually physically you okay everything will be okay don't worry about it i can adopt you adopt you and you can be my daughter this time i sniffing and want to wait what this woman talking about she didn't even hear what i had to talk yet <laughs> she didn't even know what was going on and i was like yeah and she was like all right we can start church now right it can be all right <laughs> and, and that's how i joined mission house and never left Nice. What is that? Every time you meet mom for the first time, mom says, want a dot yet? <laughs> I think the father's just laid out for she hurt. She be like, yeah, look, another one there. Just, this one just need another home. <laughs> so, <laughs> take in true, my like, sheet. Like, like, she's know what you need. It's true. She said, I'm your mom now. That, you know? Yeah. Struggling with the family or whatnot. Yeah, boy. That is how I started Mission House. Oh. Let's go. Awesome. Should I stop it now or should I keep going? Uh, how much minutes we got? Mm, 8 minutes 52 seconds. Oh, mine's a shock. Um, yeah, you can stop it and then we can do like questions. Yay! I thought you were going first. I meant first really fast. Uh, Alright, guys. Who am I? I'm short. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, trying oh, to give me a visual here. Um, all right, as you guys figure by now, my name is Janice. 
I am to most people I'm sixteen, but I'm twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I like to smile. I like to laugh. Um, one of my favorite phrase or quotes to tell people is "You need Jesus." But recently, since we've been studying <laughs> Hebrew, is "You need Yahusha." You need Yahusha, <laughs> or repent. <laughs> um, I've grown to love the Father. Um, love helping people sometimes. Sometimes I just like to sleep. And, you know, the father call you to the sun, you can't sleep. But most times, I would love to be sleeping. I mean, you know, honest. Like, no, be sleeping, but recording. So, um, that's much about me. I've been saved. I think, I guess, as my testimony started 2013, this will be the sixth year that I've been, I've given my life to Christ. And I think fifth year since I've been baptized. Um... That's about it for me, I think. If I remember anything else. We probably as we get to know each other, um, more will be revealed. But as as much oh, and if you haven't heard the accent, we know I'm Guyanese. <laughs> Can't miss the accent. JT <laughs> Bana. Uh yeah, I've been Barbados for about I think this is my sixteenth year. Can't remember. I've pretty much lived in Barbados half my life. So about fifteen years now, sixteen. Well, okay. Uh, my name is Roshana. I call you a Chana. Supposed to be like Chana, <laughs> Chana peas, you know. But as <laughs> Roshana, um, I um, y'all can't see me, but I'm tall. Um, I am not bony. I'm slim. Supposed to be like Bonnie, but Bonnie and Slim is two different things. But anyhow, um, I like to laugh. Uh, anybody that know me know that I like to laugh. Um, I like to sleep as well as Janice <laughs> said. I like to sleep. Let's, yeah, sleep is good. You know, um. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say that I like my bed more than I like certain people. But, I, I was, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, I, I love God and I, I just, I love being able to be in the presence of Yahuwah, as we know him now as Yahuwah which is the father and you know i just am very thankful that he has brought me to this point that i am at today because if not for him don't know where we'll be we don't know girl <laughs> we don't know where we'll be that's the honest truth and you know i really you know would like you guys to know, you know, about our journeys and our where we have, yes, exactly, our struggles. It's true, so that you know it would be as we would have right, said. That's bad. They got good times in there too. Like it's fun. 
It's true. It's true. It's true. It's not all bad. Well, you know, as as we would have said earlier, you know, we we was at our place that we would have wanted to, you know, hear some of this. Hear, yeah, <laughs> you understand. So we want to be able to, you know, share that with share yeah with you guys. Share, you know, him with you and. You don't make the same mistakes we make. Exactly. So, yeah, that is. Um, I'm Barbadian though. I'm not. I'm not Guyanese. <laughs> nah, I'm not Guyanese. As as you can hear from the accent, <laughs> I know. She Bajan. I Bajan though. So yeah, families, we we out here. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. That's basically it for me. So uh, stay tuned. Till next time. <laughs> well, not look for us, but listen first. But get it. Bye. Bye. Shalom. Shalom, guys.